wake up Arizona and Colorado. Joe has left the building. He is off off on his uh, trip to California. So you got your you got the the big dog partner in Colorado, Jason. I'm going to be doing Joe's show. Uh, I have control for the next two days. So you got me for Thursday and you got me for Friday. And we're going to talk about a whole lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, give you a little bit of that Colorado flavor of, uh, of what we do over here on the Colorado Front Range News Hour. And, uh, you know, it's 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 great to have uh, the guys that we have working with Joe now. You know, when Joe's on his own uh, the last few years, uh, when, we, when he had to uh, step away for what he's doing today, for example, uh, he uh, he had to do a replay. You know, Colorado, we'd have replay shows. Arizona, would, you know, uh, Ramon would throw the replay on and... And that's just the way it had to be. But uh, if, if we're set up right, you know, and we're ready, when Joe has to take a day or two off, we, we always try to get somebody else in there. There'll, there'll be a replay uh, once in a while. But uh, you know, you, when you get to have one of the Colorado guys on, uh, Brian, I like I like some heavy music. I like I like a little heavy metal and hard rock. My partner Brian, who's on my show, he he's uh, maybe one step uh, one step softer than I am, but he likes hard rock. You know, he's an AC/DC guy, and and we uh, we like to have fun on our show. Uh, obviously, we this is Patriot Trading Group. We sell gold and silver. Everybody that listens in Arizona, you know, you've been hearing Joe for years. You've heard Eric before him. Uh, just a great way to uh, to uh, buy gold and silver cheaply, uh, keep it privately, and, and we do it the right way. We don't give out your information. There is no callbacks, no co- constant emails and badgering you to, to buy the new uh graded hot coin of the of the week you get the best price for the most amount of uh you know precious metals that you can buy you do that by calling 800-951-0592 and i believe arlene is in the office today she would she would be the one to take care of you and that is what we do so if you are from arizona and you don't listen uh, I, I really want to encourage anybody in Arizona that, that listens to Joe faithfully, really go to 1360khnc.com on a regular basis. You can stream whatever show is in. Joe does a Good Morning Colorado show, a Good Morning KHNC. Uh, he's been putting a lot of energy uh, into that show. Uh, I don't know where exactly where that show is going. We may actually get another guy to help him out and do that show also in the morning, but Joe is really good. We talk about what's going on here at the radio station. If you really want updates and know what's, what Joe's adventure over here in Colorado is like, you can you can listen there. But you can also listen to these other shows we got, and they're going to be shows that I think you're going to want to listen to. The stuff that Joe covers on his show, uh, we're covering a lot of that and more on KHNC. We have the Open Forum, which is a show that comes on after this Patriot Trading Hour that uh, is, is really exciting. We just barely got it up and running. We have four different hosts that do the Monday through Friday. They bring on guests, and we take callers. It's a live show, so if you're streamed in, you could call in to uh, KHNC and, and right there from Arizona and, and, and uh, jump in on the conversation, the Open Forum. Uh, talk about the issues that uh, the hosts are bringing that day, or, or get a conversation with the guests that they have on. It's uh, it's 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 an exciting time for uh, what Patriot Trading Group is doing, uh, partnering up and being hand in hand with KHNC, the radio station. So, the number, by the way, if you're going to call in to uh, KHNC and be on the air uh, with one of the guys, uh, with Joe or with me or, or with one of the hosts of the Open Forum, that number is is going to be nine seven zero. 
587-5171. And from there, you can... Uh, you can uh, jump on and talk to these guys. Uh, I, I talk to Brian every day. He's my co-host on my uh, our uh, Colorado Front Range News Hour, which comes on three o'clock Colorado time, which currently is two o'clock in Arizona. And uh, we have we have a blast. I mean, uh, we have some days you know that, are, that aren't, aren't as good, but uh, we our, our shows are getting better all the time. You know, being being new to radio, uh, it, it's been uh, it's been an adventure for sure. And uh, it's good to have a partner like Brian that, that jumps on and helps with 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 what I do on on the on the air and what he does. We you know we we kind of uh, uh, lean on each other heavily to make sure we get a good uh, show out there and and you know quite frankly sell gold and silver so that we can keep this uh, keep this this show and the topics that we talk about really uh, just kidding, you know 23 years we want another 23 years you know Joe Joe brought on partners some fresh energy and uh, some fresh attitude and uh, we're gonna bring it we're gonna bring it and uh, I love being in front of the Arizona audience it's, it's good to to know that uh, I can jump on once in a while in front of you guys uh, Brian and I have uh, the, the few times we've gotten on we've always enjoyed uh, some of the topics uh, that we brought so Today, uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna come into this uh, on the next segment. Uh, if you haven't heard about it, uh, there's a couple of oil tankers in the Middle East that are on fire. Uh, I'm gonna be, you know, I'm gonna show my side of how I feel about news. I, I don't I don't like covering the 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 national and local news very much. Uh, I, I am very much uh, of the opinion that what we are being shown is a version of what they want us to see. Uh, a lot of what is considered reliable, uh, credible news, I think, has gone away. And I think 25, 30 years ago, we're not hearing the truth of what's actually happening. I mean, let's face it, uh, police officers can tell it better than anybody else. They come up to a situation where a couple of parties have had a disagreement, whether that be an assault or, or whatever, you know, and, and they have to go and talk to both sides. And both sides have a completely different view and the officer has to has to figure out who am I going to arrest? Who's who's who caused this incident to happen? And uh, th- that's kind of what we have in our news now. You have you have sometimes two different sides of a story that are completely different. You know, different opinions feeding into the facts. Uh, the facts are usually skewed. They're just not correct. You know, and and so when I watch news. I, I, I try to decipher well, what are they trying to tell me and, and what is their motivation for telling me the story they're telling me. I don't even look at it as, as truth. It's just not. You know, when Trump got elected and it was all about fake news, fake news, fake news, uh, it was kind of a breath of fresh air that they're making people question what they're hearing. But it doesn't help uh, necessarily because if you walk around viewing all the news as fake, then it makes a lot of people frustrated. Because what is real? How, how do we know what is real to listen to? Well, I'm going to cover this. So I'm going to get into this. Uh, these two oil tankers that are on fire. I'm going to report it as the news reports it. And then I'm going to give you my side of what I'm reading into it. We're going to cover that on the other side of this break. Everybody, stay tuned.
Welcome back to the Patriot Trading News Hour. I am your guest host, Jason, standing in for Joe, who's going to be gone today and tomorrow. Um, I'll be happy to uh, talk to Arizona for the next couple of days. Uh, the number to call is 800-951-0592. I'm going to have a 90% junk silver special coming a little later in the show, so stay tuned for that. Uh, I was talking about, you know, for, well, first of all, that music cut. Um, everyone in Colorado hears it. When you listen to my show uh, with my co-host Brian, you, know, you, you hear that. Everything you hear is fake. I was talking about that on, on the way out uh, to the commercial. Uh, that's kind of that's. I found this band, Small Town Titans, uh, around Thanksgiving time last year, and when I heard that song, I, and I mean, it just. It just—it was an immediate man. I'm bringing that to my show, so uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to cover a little of that today. I, I'm going to give you the way that I look at news. One of the reasons I don't cover uh, news stories quite as much is uh, well, when Eric was on the air for a little while, uh, trying to give it another shot at doing radio, and uh, you know, in other shows, quite frankly, uh, I like to cover the reaction to what the news brings us, or more of a historical look, or more of a this is what the news is showing me may happen next. I don't really like to report news because it's really all fake. There's something. There's. There's. It's hard to decipher. You're supposed to watch the news. Like, uh, let's make it easy. You're watching a football game, and then uh, once in a while they break into the game uh, uh, between plays, and they show you uh, one of the other games. Like uh, in Colorado, we're Bronco fans. Over there in Arizona, you guys are Cardinal fans. So uh, you're watching the Bronco game or the Cardinals game, and then they break in and they tell you, "Hey, uh, uh, the, here, here's what's going on in the Raiders game." You know, whoever's in your division, whatever, uh, and then they show you oh, the other team scored a touchdown. The Raiders are losing. Well, that's news. News is supposed to tell you what is actually happening, but especially taking on a radio show now, and and just my own, just my own uh, viewing of the news the past, especially the past decade. It's not that simple. It isn't. Hey, uh, someone scored against the Raiders. The Raiders are losing, so you could be happy. You, you know that helps the Broncos. That's just not the way it is anymore. The way it is, you you look at news and you have to suspect and wonder why it's coming at you at that angle, and is is what they're saying really true? You know, uh, how regurgitated is the piece of news you're looking at? Was it just given to everybody? Uh, I have a clip I may play here a little later in the, in the program about how uh, how your local news has just been taken over by large companies and and it's just regurgitated and spit back at you. Uh, and and you could be in Atlanta or in Denver or in Phoenix and you'll be hearing the exact same local news. You know, it it what happens in Arizona isn't exactly what happens in Denver. It's just not the same thing. So today, this morning, and I'm going to read. I'm, I'm going to read this as if I'm reporting the news. This is this is the story as it brought to us. And, and Joe covered this a little bit last hour about these tankers. These tankers have been attacked and they're burning. Uh, I'm going to read. Uh, it's it's it, it's quite extensive. I'm not. I'm going to. I'm going to scan over some of it. But uh, there's a timeline, and then the, and and I'm going to tell you how this thing is set up because there's, there's there's stuff you have to look at. So I'll explain it. Uh, 9:44 a.m. I'm guessing this might be uh, Middle East time. Surge in oil prices after quote-unquote suspected attack. Oil prices have bounced back from a five-month low after suspected, a suspected attack on two oil tankers in the Sea of Oman as geopolitical tensions simmer in the region. Uh, so basically, you know, this sounds, that sounds pretty straightforward, but you know, you know what, I won't do it. I'll, I'll save it for after. There's an attack on two oil tankers in the, uh, the Sea of Oman. 
Uh, Iran has threatened to close the Strait of Hormuz after its oil exports were hit by American sanctions and the latest incident in the region uh, comes shortly after two Saudi tankers were sabotaged in the attack the U.S. has, uh, has blamed on, on Tehran. Uh, 9.51 a.m., so this is just seven minutes later. One of the oil tankers sinks. One of the two oil tankers hit by explosions in a suspected attack has sunk. Uh, let's see. 9.55. First pictures of tankers emerge, and they show a picture of the smoke coming out of one of the ships. It's, it's just covering the sky there. Uh, a Saudi news outlet has claimed to have obtained the first photograph. 9.56, almost 50 crew members are taken to Iranian ports. Uh, 44 crew members from two tankers involved in an incident near the Strait of Hormuz have been taken to an Iranian port, according to the Iranian state TV. 9.58, I mean, this is every couple of minutes. U.S. Navy response. The U.S. Navy spokesperson said, We are aware of the reported attack on the shipping vessels in the Gulf of Oman. U.S. naval forces in the region received two separate distress calls at 6.12 a.m. Bahrain time and a second one at 7 a.m. The U.S. Navy ships are in the area and are rendering assistance. 10.01 a.m., the background of the U.S.-Iran ba bad blood. So, so the, now they're doing some... Uh, some some historical stuff here. The U.S. has been able has been building up forces in the Middle East since early May, when the White House said it, was, it has evidence that Iran is preparing to attack, uh, to, uh, preparing attacks against American troops in the regions. U.S. intelligence agencies were alarmed by photographs of Iranian forces loading up armed missiles into small boats on the Persian Gulf. U.S. intelligence also reportedly picked up evidence that, an, that Iran had act, uh, activated Shia milit militants in Iraq to carry out attacks against American forces and diplomatic facilities. Since then, the U.S. has sent an aircraft carrier 1,500 additional troops, a bomber task force, and several batteries of missiles to, uh, in, missile interceptors to the region. Donald Trump has repeatedly said he is not looking to provoke a war with Iran, but the U.K. and other allies fear that the two sides could stumble into an unintended conflict. This is all within, I mean, geez, this is uh, all within 20 minutes, all these reports. Uh, 1013, tanker picture. They show a picture of the tanker uh, closer up. The fire is just blazing and the black smoke coming out of it. 1026, tankers were carrying, quote-unquote, Japan-related Japan cargo. Japan Trade Ministry says the two oil tankers reportedly attacked near the Strait of Hormuz carried Japan-related cargo. Thursday, uh, comments came as Jap uh, the Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe was wrapping up a two-day trip to Iran with a mission to ease tensions between Tehran and Washington. So, interesting. I'll, I'll cover this a little bit later. Uh, 1028, Tehran will, quote-unquote, in no way repeat negotiations with the U.S. Iran's supreme leader, Ayatollah Ali uh, Khamenei, is that his name? Khamenei? Khamenei? I always get that, that, that name messed up. Uh, it says Tehran will in no way repeat negotiations with the U.S. amid tension over its uh, unraveling nuclear deal with world powers. Uh, he made a comment on Thursday during a meeting with the Japanese Prime Minister who traveled to Tehran as a 
uh, as sort of an in-between for Donald Trump to ease tensions between Washington and Tehran. So we had so, so supposedly uh, by this report, uh, the, a Japanese prime minister was sent as an in-between because you know Trump, you know, the, the, I guess Trump and Iran can't uh, can't see eye to eye. You can't have those guys in the same room. Uh, Ten thirty-nine. Britain deeply concerned by reports of the suspected attack. Britain on Thursday uh, was deeply concerned by reports of explosions and fires on vessels in the Strait of Hormuz. Shipping firms uh, and industry sources say two oil tankers were hit in suspected attacks at the Gulf of Oman, and the crews have been evacuated a month after a similar incident by uh, which four tankers in the regions were struck. So this goes on and on. It just keeps on talking, and it gets worse and worse. It just talks about, uh, here, 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 1108, uh, Iran suspicious, uh, suspicious, uh, Iran is, quote, suspicious, doesn't begin to describe the, uh, that likely, what likely transpired this morning. Iran foreign minister has described the suspected attack on Thursday morning suspicious. So that's Iran saying that they don't, they don't, you know, hey, I don't, we don't know what happened. Yeah, what did you guys do? So this whole narrative, it just goes on and on and on. They, they give you this, and then they, then they have like a map. Then they show a map at 11:56. They show a map, uh, Iran, Saudi Arabia. They show, they show you the the Strait of Hormuz and the, the Gulf of Oman, the Persian Gulf. You know, the, the Gulf of Oman. If you don't uh, see it in front of you, or if you don't understand the region, it's it's kind of the other side. That the Strait of Hormuz is in between the Persian Gulf and the Gulf of Oman. And they show you this map. It looks very much like a, a military map, pointing out where uh, U.S. fleets and ships and, and and bombers are, and it shows shows where the two ships were attacked. And let me and let me give you one more thing that they printed up here. Uh, they give you a a timeline of U.S., Iran, and yeah, U.S. events. Okay, I think I have enough time for this. May fifth, John Bolton. This is May fifth. So the most of the, this is all going to be May, and here we are in uh, the, the middle of June. May fifth, John Bolton, the White House National Security Advisor and a longtime Iran hawk, announced the development of the USS Abraham Lincoln Carrier Strike Group and a bomber task force in response to, quote, a number of troubling and escalatory indications and warnings, unquote. Without providing details, he threatens, quote, unrelenting force, unquote, in response to any attack. May 8th, Iran vows to enrich its uranium stockpile closer to weapons-grade level, starting July 7th, if world powers fail to negotiate new terms for its nuclear deal. The U.S. responds by imposing sanctions on Iran's metal industry. May 9th, the European Union urges Iran to respect the nuclear deal and says it plans to continue trading with the country despite U.S. sanctions. Trump says he would like Iran's leaders to call me. May 10th, the U.S. says it will move a Patriot missile battery into the Middle East to counter threats from Iran. May 12th, the United Arab Emirates says four commercial ships off its eastern coast, quote, were subjected to sabotage operations, unquote, just hours after Iranian and Lebanese uh, media officials, or outlets, excuse me, uh, air false reports of explosions at a nearby port. May 13th, European foreign ministries urged the United States and Iran to show restraint while Secretary of State Mike Pompeo briefs his counterparts on the alleged threats from Iran. 
Trump warns that if Tehran does quote-unquote anything in the form of an attack, they will suffer greatly. May 14th, Yemen. Iran alleged uh, Houth- uh, Houthi rebels launched a drone attack on Saudi Arabia, striking major oil pipeline and taking out, uh, taking out its service. Uh, New York Times reports the White House is reviewing military plans that could result in sending 120,000 U.S. troops to the Middle East if Iran attacks American forces or steps, uh, steps up its work on nuclear weapons. And, and this goes on and on. May 15th, May 16th, May 19th, May 20th, May 24th, May 31st. And it just taught, you know, this is the news. So, so here I, was, I came into this telling you about my, my philosophy on, on seeing this stuff. And you have Iran over there saying that, that this is all being done to them and things are being staged. And you have, uh, you, you have our news outlets saying that Iran wants nuclear weapons and they're, and they're, and they're doing all the, you know, they're, they're, they're doing all these you know, warlike tactics and, and, and they're a threat to, to freedom. This has all been done before. And this is why I don't like reporting this stuff. This is why I, I've, I'm, I suspect Trump is a fraud. I've done on my show. I haven't been able to voice this on, on Arizona. But I, I don't believe Trump is, is uh, he, he's not the guy that's here to save the country and help us out. He's a banker. He's been paid by the bankers. He was bailed out by the bankers. He has direct connections to the, uh, to the Rothschild banking uh, industry. You know, Wilbur Ross, who was our Commerce Secretary, well, he was the, the Rothschild banker in New York. They helped bail him out. And uh, Trump gets elected, and uh, lo and behold, he's our Commerce Secretary. I want to cover my, my version of what I'm reading into this news, because like I said on that break, uh, coming into the uh, segment, everything you hear is fake. You almost have to interpret your news nowadays. I'm going to interpret what I see, how it's going to affect gold and silver, and maybe how fast we're moving into a uh, different market. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Mrs. Schlafly was a courageous and articulate voice for traditional values and common sense for more than 70 years. And now, from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly. In order to try to understand what is happening to our economy, Americans need to have basic knowledge of economics. Today I'm going to share with you some thoughts from a book that is not new, but is a good resource without technical jargon. The name of the book is Economics in Christian Perspective by Victor Clare and Robin Clay, a couple of mainstream economics professors who also happen to be Christians. The book is an excellent guide for people who want to support policies based on biblical principles as well as economic realities. The authors believe that promoting economic growth is a moral imperative for Christians because long-term growth is the primary engine of job and income expansion that lifts people out of poverty and affords them the dignity of providing for their families. Drawing on economic research as well as scripture, the authors show how markets can create wealthier and freer societies, while also inculcating moral virtues such as responsibility, self-reliance, gratitude, and generosity. They examine questions such as which tax policies generate needed revenue without discouraging people from working. What happens to charitable giving when governments take on more roles? Does globalism take jobs away from Americans? 
have government efforts to spend a nation out of a recession proved successful? Should Christians be concerned about unequal incomes? Is economic development at odds with the biblical mandate to take care of creation? Do some of the policies designed to help the poor really harm them? The authors have the data. Parents and young adults who read this book together can expect to enjoy lively dinner conversations. The name of this book by Victor Clare and Robin Clay is Economics in Christian Perspective. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. The liberal agenda is corrupting classrooms in colleges and schools across the country. If you're a parent, teacher, or administrator who really cares about our children, we promise to keep you informed at phyllisschlafly.com. And let us hear from you at phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back to the Patriot Trading News Hour. Uh, let me give the phone number out. I'm going to be covering a silver special here in a minute. The number is 800 951 Talking about the two uh, ships. You know, how many times as Americans, if you're, uh, if you're even just in your 40s or 50s, you know, well, even in your 30s, but definitely in your 30s, 40s, 50s, especially if you're an older American, how many times have we seen these stories? Why do we have, why do we see these stories all the time? What, why why is it such a big deal to us? Well, it's because our econ- our economic system is tied to everybody else's. You know, we are not a a sovereign country when it comes to the economy. We have a central bank that controls our money system, and that central bank is connected to other central banks. And and it all started, you know, back in history with the Rothschilds. Of you know, getting the Bank of England and controlling the uh, the English uh, economy, you know, kings and queens. You know, the reason that they don't have a monarchy in that country with kings and queens making decisions, well, it's because the banks make the decisions. They don't need a king and queen. We have we have uh, the Senate and we have the House. We have these 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 uh, elected representatives that supposedly make all the decisions. Well, they don't. They make decisions based off who's giving them their bag of money. Whoever has the bag of money to give out makes the decisions. And so we have this news story. Oil tankers are being being attacked, you know, and, and what's this what's this going to do? Obviously something is going to happen. Uh, something is going to happen, something is or something is moving in, in to a certain direction and, and when it happens or uh, or you know, for example, the next market uh, the next market uh, downturn, the next crash of the of the stock market there's going to have to be a finger pointed. There's always a finger being pointed. And when something crashes, then there's always going to be the hero or the guy that tries to fix things, and there's always the guy to point the finger at the, or the, the situation. 
it's it's all rigged. The whole thing is rigged. Joe is not quite on as uh, as on board with with the with uh, what I believe as as I am. But uh, Joe has definitely moved a, a couple steps closer to the rigged idea of of our our politics and everything across the world is rigged. So when I see news like this, and it's, and it's called news, you know, Fox will cover it. It'll probably be all over the news everywhere today. I'm not big on covering the stuff that everybody else covers because to me, this is the same old thing. This is we've seen it. It's been done a million different ways. It's not new. It's those that are in power, meaning the bankers and the globalists, telling us that something is going to happen, and this will be the excuse as why we probably are going to end up having less money and resources in our pockets. That's what it comes down to. So I look at this. I see these two oil tankers. You know what? Who blew them up? Who 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 set them on fire? And of course, uh, our narrative on our our news is going to be that the Iranians are bad dudes and they're blowing things up. And man, we need to go get those guys. How many times have we heard this? You know, things blowing up. Now let's go in there and blow them up. Sure was a lot easier when we were an isolationist country. Our economy was just fine, and we let the the other countries of the world deal with their own issues. Uh, I always like to look at uh, the international politics the same way I do my own neighborhood. Yeah, it's really the same thing. You know, there are neighbors you don't like, or there's, there's neighbors that do things that you don't agree with. You know, and and you look, you, you know, you, you you live in the neighborhood, you see what they're doing. You, you you know you know what's going on over there. At least you know you don't know you know inside their home, you don't know what's going on in their privacy. But they drive in and out of their driveways. They they do their lawns, and you know, and they have. You know, different individuals coming and going from their residences. You know, you maybe you hear uh, people fighting next door, or you know, everyone knows their neighbors. And me, if I don't like what I'm hearing from my neighbors next door, I think that they're raising their children poorly, or I, I don't think that they're spending their money wisely when I see them buying all these gadgets. But then I find I, I find out that they're using food stamps to buy food. You know, the, he's buying a new motorcycle and a new boat, and he's buying. Uh, he's, he's got food stamps to pay for his food. Obviously, there's something wrong there. Is it my duty to go next door and uh, inflict upon him the way that you're going to do things? You're going to do things the way we do it in my house because we do things better. That's the whole point of having a free republic that we have in America is that every individual has the freedom to do as they please. And you let others take care of themselves, and then obviously there's there's always you know there has to be government. You just you can't have anarchy. There's always going to be people button heads, and so when people step on each other's rights, you got to figure out how how to to mitigate that. But what I see here is more the same. You know, Iran is not playing by the central bankers' book. You know, there's there's a, a struggle to gain resources and assets across the world. And this is just another one of those things. And so I always shy away from these stories because it, it could be that, uh, and, and, and uh, Joe, uh, Brian and I, we report these stories all the time from history. You know, there's always somebody blowing up a ship to purposely stoke a war or something that, that's happened in our past. And I'm going to bring, I, I might bring on a, uh, a guest here in a minute, but uh, how's this going to affect gold and silver? You better believe it's going to affect gold and silver. Maybe it won't be tomorrow, maybe not next month. I've been saying on my show with, with my partner Brian that this is the good old days. It doesn't matter if it's 1330 today or 1370 tomorrow or if it goes down to 1290. This price range we're in is, you know, when you look at it five years and ten years from now, this is going to be one of those times of, man, I'm sure glad I bought in that time frame. 
That was, you know, I, I listened to these guys that were buying gold at the beginning of the 2000s when I wasn't buying, and they talk about buying gold at 250. Man, I remember buying at 250. Man, that was that great. You know, I remember buying at 350 or 400. Man, that was great. There was these time frames where the, the, the price kind of settled there for about a year, six months, two years, and they bought a bunch when it was either going down or it was just sitting there. That's what's going on right now. There's no reason to wait to, to buy gold and silver. When you start to see this being on the news, oil tankers being attacked, it doesn't matter if we uh, staged a false flag. It doesn't matter if Iran is, is attacking ships and trying to you know do whatever they feel is right in their neck of the woods. It's going to affect us over here. At, at some point, this Ponzi scheme, which is the Federal Reserve note, is, is going to show its weakness, and they, and they need to to, to uh, fix or reevaluate or change the system that's currently in place. And that's why gold and silver is where you need to be, because it's artificially low right now. In my mind, gold should be $2,500 an ounce. That's where it should be. Uh, the price of a head of cattle and an ounce of gold have been the same for well over 100 years until 2008. And then after 2008, you know, gold spiked and then came down, and just it's been in this $1,200, $1,300 sort of range for several years. But a head of cattle is $2,500. So you better believe that when uh, this, this next market crunch goes down and a head of cattle goes to $3,500, gold will end up there. J.P. Morgan Chase didn't buy 55 million ounces of gold so that they could lose money on it. They bought it because it's artificially low, and they're stocking up because they're asset buyers and sellers. Uh, and that's, that's where it's going to be. You call 800-951-0592. We have uh, both in Arizona and in Colorado, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit this deal on the other side. we got silver dimes. Silver dimes, and we're going to unload a bunch of them. I'll give you the price on the other side. Call the number. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is the Patriot Trading News Hour with a little heavy metal uh, a twinge to it. I, I love that heavy music. It's uh, got a fighter spirit. Uh, the number to call is 800-951-0592. Uh, if you've been listening to the deals the last couple of days, we had this great allotment of uh, $20 gold pieces. Uh, we had uh, both uh, $20 Liberties and St. Gaudens. The St. Gaudens disappeared about a day, a day and a half ago. Uh, the $20 Liberties at that price, uh, that, that allotment is gone. The prices for $20 Liberties is $14.50 now. Uh, gold is is you know g gold is doing pretty good. Let me I'll do a quick check on gold. It looks like it's uh, it's refreshing. Looks like we're about thirteen thirty five, thirteen thirty six. Uh, that fourteen hundred dollar price was a, a, a real. Just want to remind people that was we have some good deals out there. You got to jump on them. Uh, if you want to buy twenty dollar gold pieces, they're going to be fourteen fifty. We'll be working on the next good deal uh, uh, in gold uh, shortly. But right now today. We have silver dimes, uh, silver dimes that you can buy at sixty dollars a roll. Now silver's been going up this, uh, with gold the last few weeks. We've been selling them at sixty dollars a roll, off and on. It's really a price we shouldn't be selling them at. Uh, so you've got one more shot at this. Uh, silver dimes at sixty bucks a roll, eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. You can also get ten rolls if you want to buy ten rolls at a time. Uh, I'm going to drop the price per roll to $57.50. That's $575 for 10 rolls. 
that knocks off 25 bucks off of an already obscenely low amount of, uh, of money of Federal Reserve notes for 10 rolls of dimes. An absolute great deal to get. I do have, if you're interested, and if, I, I'm not sure how we're doing in Arizona on dimes. I know that I have got one bag, one quarter bag, which equals 50, 50 rolls of dimes. If you're Colorado, you can pick this up uh, at this price. I don't know. I don't think we have this in Arizona. If if you are in Arizona and you hear this and you want to buy it, and you, there may be a little bit of shipping if I have to ship it from Colorado, unless unless Arizona can handle it. But I've got a quarter bag, fifty rolls of dimes, uh, twenty eight hundred dollars. That drops the price all the way down to fifty six bucks a roll, which is obscenely low. It's it's a, it's a one and only type deal. If you want that bag. You have to call right now because the first first come first serve on that on that singular ba- quarter bag of dimes. The number is eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Get your silver today. Get it at this cheap price. Uh, we don't know how long it'll be at this price. Uh, anytime we got something that's at the price that we have it at uh, that day, uh, it's it's a good day to buy. It's always a good day to buy. It doesn't matter if it goes down or up the next day when you get it that cheap. So. Talking about the the two oil tankers, they're on fire, and the news is going to be just blasting away at this and the evil Iran. I've got a I've got a, a partner, a uh, a host of uh, one of the open forum shows. This is Steve Stars. He comes on Mondays and Fridays and does a two hour show for us here at KHNC. Uh, anybody at uh, over there in Arizona, if you want to hear this guy, he's on Mondays and Fridays. Uh, for this open forum, and you can just go to 1360khnc.com and stream it in and uh, listen to some of the great content. But Steve, you had a uh, you had a couple of add-ons to the uh, hey, we bl- things get blown up and suddenly uh, we're in a war. Uh, give us a few of those examples. Yeah, Jason, uh, thanks for covering this. By the way, it's sorry to interrupt the gold and silver hour on what we're doing here on the on the station, but we are paying attention, ladies and gentlemen, to these developing events because they could get very big, and they often do. Now, we're talking about incidents that go back to the Maine prior to the Spanish-American War, where the, the Maine was uh, was said to have been uh, said to have hit a mine in the harbor, but it was later, you know, investigations seemed to believe that there was a fire on board and a lot of munitions, and that's what took it down. Also, the Lusitania, you know, which was actually torpedoed by a German uh, U-boat in, uh, this was, uh, on the date of that, was uh, May 7th, 1915, right before World War One. Now, that did not drag the United States into the war, but it certainly inflamed the situation with the British. At that time, well, and Steve, and, and Steve, didn't didn't the uh, didn't the Germans actually take out news articles in the papers on the East Coast saying, "Please don't send your ships in this zone. It's a war zone, and we'll torpedo the ships." Right, and what had happened, of course, the investigation proved that there were illegal contraband and munitions on board the Lusitania, and I, I've got some actually some figures here. I think. Let me see if I can call this up. Uh, it had uh, first class lounge and all this. It it had uh, you know basically passengers and people like that on board. But the problem is that they had a lot more than that. They had a lot of munitions and things that were not supposed to be on board, and the the ship went down very fast after it was hit. And that indicated that there were explosions, probably a lot of gunpowder, there were empty shells, there were all kinds of things that that were being uh, carried. It was designated an armed merchant cruiser, even by the British, okay? There were uh, 1,250 empty shell cases, 4,200 cases of rifle cartridges, 3,000 
uh, percussion fuses, all officially uh, <laughs> contraband. So in both of these situations, you see situ- uh, you see you see ships that were instigational in both the uh, the war with Spain in, in uh, the late 1800s, you know, they exceeded into the 1900 era, and then in 1915 with the Lusitania. Then, of course, we have the Gulf of Tonkin incident. That's a little bit different. Uh, there were actually exchanges that were taking place in the Gulf of Tonkin. They weren't uh, any. Uh, they weren't as big as insightful as the, the incident, which didn't happen on the day they said it did happen, but there were problems there as well. So, and Steve, and Steve, guess, I've actually heard that the Gulf of Tonkin didn't even happen at all. It was just a false report completely. Well, the, the, day, the, the day of the, the, uh, the attack and that incident was artificial, but there were some other things that had happened prior to that that weren't quite as big and as uh, newsworthy, you might say, as the false story. But the, yeah, I guess where I'm going with this, uh, Jason, is that we do see these things as preeminent, and what I would say to all of our listeners, of course, is, okay, this is where we go to work, okay? We start looking at the facts. We start doing the analytics. We can talk about the uh, Strait of Hormuz. You know, the Abraham Lincoln just went through there recently. Uh, there have been, they say, attacks on all kinds of Saudi tankers and installations, and these two ships, of course, were not part of any uh, U.S. naval uh, flotilla, but they were uh, apparently, you know, part of that oil pipeline through that area. So we know that, that this is very incendiary, not to you know overplay the word, but that's where it could be going, and, and we have to start doing our analytics. Is it a false flag staged attack, or is it for real, and are there things beginning to happen here? Yeah, it definitely is going to be aimed at a specific result. You know, the more things change, the more they say, stay the same, right? So we'll be right back one more segment. Final segment for the Colorado front. Or, oh, excuse me. This is the Patriot Trading News Hour. <laughs> Got to remember that. Uh, uh, one more time on the silver deal. We have dimes, and we have dimes at a very low price of sixty bucks a roll. Get them as many as you want. Once you hit ten rolls, you're going to get them for fifty-seven fifty, which is ridiculously low. Just a great way to buy silver. I have one quarter bag, which I haven't got any. Uh, uh, I, I don't know if we've sold it yet. I'm going to f- jump off air and find out. But we have one singular quarter bag that I will let loose, and it's it's just because of how we how we how we were able to get it. It's very cheap. Just that quarter bag, twenty eight hundred dollars. Essentially, fifty rolls comes in a quarter bag. A, a full bag of dimes is two hundred rolls, so you get fifty rolls. It'll be in a canvas bag and a nice nice little booty to to have. You call eight hundred nine five one. 0592 and get yourself right with some cheap silver today. Uh, Steve, we got just a couple of minutes. I'll let you come back on for a minute. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I see two oil tankers burning in the uh, in the Middle East, and all I think of is uh, it doesn't really matter uh, what the actual physical news is. It, it, it's a narrative that's pushing us in a very specific direction. What, what do you think? Yes, it is. Of course, we're going to have to keep an eye on it. We'll discern it. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, don't make too cool. Too uh, quick of a decision yet. Let's get all the facts. Let's find out what's happening. Whenever these things start to happen, we begin to start to dig them up, you know, and tear them apart. And we'll we'll come to the conclusions, or at least we'll present the information that will be, I think, very solid in analysis as we progress. But hey, that's a great deal on silver, by the way. You know, I mean, these are dimes uh, that are all what seventy five percent silver. I don't mean, it's ninety percent. They're ninety percent silver. Wow. They're, they're nineteen sixty four and wow. older. 
most likely you'll you'll get uh, uh, some Roosevelt dimes and maybe a, a mix of some Mercury dimes, uh, all circulated. You know, all all just the you know, it's it's you know a roll of dimes has like three a little more than three and a half ounces of silver in it. Uh, so I mean, it's it's a great way. It's a great way to buy silver. Uh, one thing I don't know, I, I, no one knows for sure where silver will be tomorrow, the next hour, a week, maybe a month. But you're talking over a year, five years, ten years, it always goes up. It just goes up. It goes up because the price of everything else gets expensive, right? See, inflation is here to stay as long as we have the central banks uh, causing causing inflation with the expanding and printing of their money. Right on. Yeah, we will continue to cover these national events, but it's a good idea to get that silver. You won't get that kind of silver in change anymore at a store. I mean, people are already scooping everything pre-65 uh, and 64 for silver off. If you're a hawk, I'll, I'll say this, Steve. If you're a, a, a coin hawk or if you're a roll hunter, uh, I, I used to roll hunt on uh, copper and pull copper pennies out. Uh, you, eventually, you, you'll you, if you really just are a, a big cash spender, eventually you may come across a silver diamond circulation. It, it happens. It's very, very rare nowadays because everybody else is looking for them. But yeah, you you can maybe get one, but it's it's better just to buy it cheap uh, the way we got it today. Yep, we'll need this if there's an emergency, ladies and gentlemen. But yeah, and these things could happen very quickly. We will keep an eye on this, and I'll be back on tomorrow. Uh, in open forum, we'll discuss this. I'm lining up guests, but we, this may take the priority by then, Jason. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You, uh, you, thanks for keeping up on this, even in this show today. Absolutely. And, and, you know, this stuff is tied directly to gold and silver purchasing. we we got to cover what's what's happening that has can have an indirect or direct uh, impact on gold and silver. So thank you for coming on. I do, I do want to say one thing. Uh, Rick Rodriguez, our open forum host for Thursday, is coming on next. If you're in Arizona or listening uh, anywhere in the Colorado area, just stay tuned. Go to 1360khnc.com to stream. Uh, Rick Rodriguez coming on next. Uh, I'm gonna, I'll probably jump in on a few comments uh, for what he's talking about today. The Kennedys actually got another one elected. We had a Kennedy president, and it wasn't John. 